This is Stop Worrying, You're Retired with George Fossing. Falling for scams is something that worries a lot of people because unfortunately, it happens all the time. We live in a world of where people are trying to get something for nothing. And those are the evil people. They're not the majority, but they are out there. And for many years, the most common telephone scams have involved someone calling, claiming to be from the IRS. But George, that's changing. There's a new kind of scam making the rounds. I am going to play you the actual voicemail from our producer, Doug, that he received while he and I were at lunch the other day. And I said, save that. I want to play it on George's show so people know what's happening. This is the latest scam making the rounds. This call is from Social Security Administration. The reason you have received this phone call from our department is to inform you that there's a legal enforcement action filed on your social security number for fraudulent activities. Doug is not in the room right now with us, but I'm telling you about once a day, these social security scam artists keep calling his cell phone. It's a robocall that goes on to warn you that your social security number has been suspended and that you need to call them back to resolve the problem. Yeah, 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 whatever. Thankfully, Doug just hangs up. But what do our listeners really need to know about these kinds of calls? Because it is scary. Well, you know, a couple things. One, it's uh, they're not going to call you. You know what? They don't even want to talk to us when we go down there. So, of course, they're not going to call us. Yeah, I just tell people, if you don't know the phone number, everybody's got cell phones now. You put contacts in there. And there you go. I mean, but they'll call on a local number, too, now. Oh, yes. It's just crazy that they're allowed to do this. One that's a, just a digit or two off from yours mm-hmm. or a friend's. It's crazy. Yeah, so uh, the first off, it's anybody's calling, don't abide by it. Same thing with the internet. You get a lot of that too. Um, mm-hmm. You get these, Meredith, uh, she was on the opening, uh, one of the accounts on email, and there's a, a Bank of America thing, and she goes, what do you think? I said, holy cow. I'm just completely fraud. Oh my gosh. Completely. And hey, you know, we need to verify this, put your social security number and your, your bank number. <laughs> like, you and know? Bank they of America, they're good works. people. That's yeah. not them doing it. No, though. no. You know, I've got uh, some uh, prince from Nambia who needs, he said I won the lottery. Well, now he this, loves you know. me and, you know, he <laughs> said that I'm going to be inheriting that money if I help him yeah. out. Exactly. It's awful. It's everything out there. It is. You don't see people robbing banks anymore. They don't need to. This is a mm-hmm. lot easier. And it's uh, the chance of getting away with it is just huge. It's out of control. If there is not a healthy bit of monitoring, keeping your, your bank accounts offline, mm-hmm. at least the primary, we've got our savings account at the bank. That's not online. There's no way. What do you I mean, mean it's, it's not online? We can't it's online. It. We can't. We don't. Nope. We don't have it. We, I have all, never heard of something not being available online. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's available. We don't have it okay. online. There's nothing. There's no connection to it. We physically have to go down to the bank. And that was per your request? Yeah. Yeah. We have checking and such that we do with online, but we, you know, it's not something where you keep a significant portion of money because you hear, you hear stories about this. Do you Oof. freeze your credit? You know, I hear Clark Howard oh, yeah, yeah, talk yeah. about yeah. doing that. That's a good thing. I did. Yeah, I sent that out uh, last year to all of our clients. I actually sent out a hard copy snail mail to everybody. I said, this is how you do it. It's frozen. All right. So, yeah. George, some truth here. Mm-hmm. You and I are friends outside of this radio show. I have not done that. And you know, I'm a, I'm a Dave Ramsey type person. I don't like debt. I like to pay cash. I save all this kind of stuff. I have one credit card and it's so that my bag flies free and I get some airline miles. I pay it off every single month. The freezing of the credit, I feel like people are hyping that up. Is it something I really need to do? Uh, you need to do it. Absolutely. It sounds complicated. It's not. It really takes a, it's like everything you go online. It's a, everything's a little bit frustrating. It's not as easy as it should be, but it really isn't that difficult. You can do it over the phone too. Oh, huh, okay. Well, I did. And you know, we've got this free report, how to freeze your credit. Okay. It's available to, you know, if somebody's interested, just you know, give us a call. Also kids, 
people's children, they, since they don't like get their credit and such, they get attacked. Mm. And they can go on for several years before applying for credit comes into play. Mm-hmm. So you should have your children's credit frozen as well. Okay. It's just, Interesting. It's just, a, it, it's just a smart thing to do. I, yeah, it's a well, little bit Well, how complicated is it to unfreeze not. it? Because that's why I've hesitated. The same thing. You just make sure you keep your passwords and such, you know, together so you're not scrounging all over. Because part of it being secure, it's not easy to do. Okay. Which means you need to track your passwords and your user and, and the, the security questions as well. It's paramount. You don't want to lose that. And we did it, unfroze it for something and had it refrozen within three days. All right, pretty yeah, fast turnaround. Not a big deal. Once you do it a couple times, like it's like riding a bike. Okay, and it's, it's worth it because it yeah. keeps you safe. I mean, and we started out by talking about how there's all these scams out there. We've got social security, air quote, calling us. They're never going to call you. Know that and know that if something in your gut just doesn't feel right, don't give any information. People are not going to contact you about things like this. You know, something else that feels like a scam, George is everything we ever have to pay for. I feel like I'm getting ripped off every time I turn around, honestly. So yeah, I guess I should freeze my credit having said that. It's a good start. I mean, we look at our 401ks. The balance is probably, for most of you listening, increased during the bull market run, but maybe not quite as much as it should have. Tom Zagainer of America's Best 401k tells Bloomberg that that's because a lot of plan administrators are charging as much as 2.75% a year in fees. The staggering effect of that over time is extraordinary, and nobody knows, because nobody's putting into the context of time, the most important element, what's going to happen over the time. It's really astounding what we see day to day. How can we find out how much we're really paying in fees? Because it's not in plain, black and white, bold, easy to see, number one. And number two, how do we know if they're too high? What can we really do about that? We have to have a fee for everything these days. We'll do an analysis for people. Again, I hate to just plug North Star and what we do, but it's a lot easier for people just to come in here and probably within a half an hour, we can find out exactly what you're paying for, which I tell people it's just a smart thing to do. The reason that that's important with fees, especially on a 401k, is you're really the one managing it. True. Right? Unless you've got an advisor, you're in charge of it. Right. And but I don't know be, what to do what with it, What am I paying too? for? So you, you end up with these prospectuses. You know, you invested in mutual funds, let's say, which these are fund managers. These are, these are companies uh, want you to do business. And do you think they work pro bono? No, they're not volunteering. No, they're not little nuns and monks, I as I talked about that. before. So buried Just in trying to do good. Mm-hmm. We actually had a client come in and she goes, you know, George, I'm paying you and I'm okay with it. It's not bad. But this fund I had before I came over to you, it's really nothing. Hmm. You know, it's it's like 0.25. I said, well, that's interesting. I said, do you mind if we pull up the fund online? She goes, no, sure. We came in, it was three and a quarter percent. Ooh, not what she thought. And I just showed it to her. She goes, I had no idea. Of course you don't. It's by design. It's hidden. It's not hidden. You got to, let's put it this way. You got to go look for it. They're right. not saying we're hiding it. We're not maliciously trying to hide it. Well, maybe a little malicious, but if not, they'd put it on the front side. But you might see uh, an advisor management fee and and might be half a percent or something, 1%. And they say, well, that's all we're charging. That's all they're charging. If you're working with a fund, it's completely different. Uh, Same thing, you know, you're talking about all these brokerage accounts, you know, Fidelity, TD, and Schwab is the big one, you know, 0%, 0%. Well, you got to ask yourself a question. How are they making money? Yeah, that doesn't really make sense. They've got to make some money somehow. And you'll see a lot holding individual stocks usually does not make these firms money where they get it from is people investing in mutual funds. Okay. 
So you'll start seeing push towards some of these funds. That's where they, they, they make their gain. And so you got to ask yourself, why are they doing this? The same thing would be, if somebody's going to come out there and say to you, Kristen, we're going to do it for free. What's it to you? Yeah. Sometimes I worry with the free that you get what you pay for. And they don't explain that. Well, this is how we make our money. You know, here's part two of it. Hey, thank you. If I'm buying individual stocks and such, uh, and you're not charging me trading fees, that, that's pretty cool. We'll mm-hmm. take that. Yeah. But how are you making money? And why should I be aware of that? Because you have to be aware of that because there's an underlying agenda. It could be steering you over into funds that really are not appropriate for you. But you're thinking, well, they're not, I'm not paying anything for it. Yes, you are. I can share that with people. So you can uncover what we're really paying in fees when you do a fee analysis. It doesn't matter what type of retirement account it is. You dive in, you read the bold print, you call people, you figure out all the fees that someone's paying. Oh, yeah. It takes a minute. You plug in the, the ticker, boom, 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 or the QCIP, they call it, and you can go in there and say, okay, here, here's everything. And it just populates it right there. Okay. Pretty cool. That's very cool. So Why does that matter? Again, because... One or two percent drag on performance over time. If you're you're stuck managing it, you could do the same thing for less. How do you think that adds up over time? That adds money, up to more money, money in, your, in pocket. your pocket. Yeah, absolutely. Find out more at Northstar65.com. Advisory services offered through Delta Investment Management, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims-paying ability of the issuing company and are not offered through Delta Investment Management.